In a world where women continue to break through glass ceilings, shatter stereotypes and redefine success, there are so many stories just waiting to be heard. And that is exactly what this podcast is all about. I'm your host, Katie Williams, and in each episode, we'll sit down together with inspiring female entrepreneurs from diverse industries, backgrounds and stages of their journey. We'll explore the lessons they've learned, the obstacles they've overcome and the advice they have for those who might be ready to take a leap of their own. I cannot wait to dive into the day-to-day realities of running a business, often while juggling other roles like being a mum or working multiple jobs. You can expect honest conversations, valuable advice and a whole lot of inspiration. So grab yourself a cuppa and let's get into it. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to take a moment to tell you about Small Biz Society, the membership, a brand new community for women in business. With monthly trainings from guest experts, a monthly goal setting session and weekly networking and implementation sessions, there is so much on offer and it is a wonderful community already. It only launched at the end of January 24 and I cannot wait to see where it goes. For more details and to join, head to smallbizsociety.co.uk slash membership. Right, let's get into it, shall we? Hello and welcome to another episode of Small Biz Society, the podcast. I'm Katie and today I am joined by Bethany. Hello, Bethany. I'm really glad to have you here. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited. Do you want to start by telling us about you? So I'm Bethany. I'm a marketing professional who is planning, designing and delivering campaigns by day. And then I'm a side hustler by night, or I guess sometimes you could say morning, noon and night, depending on what it is that I'm working on. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm all about helping women to earn better, live better, feel better, do better, um, which is what my side hustle set about doing. Amazing. So what led you to set up this business? I think essentially it was my own experience of wanting something other than the corporate cup of ambition and um, that mm. alone just wasn't cutting it for me. And I, I just always felt like there was something, I don't know, on the outside, it can be like you're smashing it. You've got everything that you need. You've got the house, you've got the car, you've got the job. But then on the inside, you just have that craving to have an identity outside of your title or outside of that role. Yeah. And so I have an experience that myself, I just kind of felt like a natural step to kind of go into something where I can help other women unleash the potential in a similar way, because I think a lot of us feel it. It's just how do we kind of activate it? And I think the, the kind of way that I describe it as is being an employee with an entrepreneur dream, you know, someone that okay. wants more for themselves. Um. So, yeah, that's where it initially sparked from amazing so so you're a side hustle strategist so what do you do what what do you obviously help women with yeah um so essentially I help women to start grow and scale the side hustle so taking and defining their idea they might come to me with ideas they might not have an idea or they might have something specific that they want to you know real life and I'm all about empowering them to successify the spare time so that they can create something that is signature and feels 100% to them. So they tend to have that niggle to start something of their own, but they don't know where to Mm. start. They might not feel they've got the experience. They've got no time. They don't have the money. 
um, or they don't, just don't know how to sell their services and how that would kind of be put out there to where they can activate an audience. So together we work through the different components. So big idea, messaging, brand story, activating the audience, which complements and weaves in you know, my marketing experience as well. I'm a nerd when it comes to good copy, to good branding. And when, you know, I was building campaigns and they were hitting six figures and I was like, you know, why am I doing it for someone else and not for myself and not for other yeah. women who want to achieve the same? So, yeah, helping them to put themselves out there um, and just being able to create something that feels them in a way that is also comfortable because I know when you first start out, it's very intimidating. You don't know what you're doing. You're looking at what everyone else is doing, what fulfills their business, what are they doing on social? Um, So giving them that plug and play system, making it practical and as tangible as I can, because they are probably working a nine to five like I am. So our time's limited. You know, we want to just get to the crux of it and just taking that complication out of it and getting to the next level. So from idea to implementation and scaling the reputation online, essentially coming up with that one message, that one offer for that target audience. Brilliant. So you do do it all. And you were saying, so even if somebody doesn't quite have an idea, you help them come up with the idea. Yeah. All about that, you know, discovery and self-exploration of finding what it is that you whether it's something that you're passionate about or where your circle of expertise lies, it's just allowing yourself to kind of experiment with that. And I think sometimes it comes down to it, doesn't it, that you think once you've picked something, you're kind of stuck with that. But actually, I'm trying to help women see that you can evolve. I've rebranded so many times. I've pivoted the business yeah. a lot of the times because when you start that journey, you learn different things about yourself and you come across different things the bigger that your network grows too. Um, so yeah, just taking them on that self-exploration journey as well, I guess. Yeah. And it's knowing that it's okay, isn't it? It's, I, I've spoken to people about it before, you know, you, when you're in school, you have to choose sort of what GCSEs you do. And that obviously yeah. goes on to what A-levels you'll do or what degree you do if you go down that route. Um, and then you think, you know, like if you do a, a marketing degree, you think, oh, you're going to be in marketing forever, but you might not want to do it forever. You might just want to do it for a few years or, you know, so it is, it's just knowing that it's okay. And if you do change your mind, you want to try something new. Absolutely. Like you are in control and you have more choice than you think about the trajectory of your career. Um, and you can kind of shape that route based on what it is that you enjoy. I think, like you said there, when it comes to school, you usually feel inclined or pushed to kind of take those subjects that you get in the A grades in or, you know, mm -hmm. the things that you were set to get really good results from. It's not always steered towards what it is that you actually have that natural interest in or something that you could speak about for hours on end that necessarily isn't, you know, the most academic of them all. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just having that chance to kind of regroup and revisit what makes you you and the things that actually do light you up that you are engaged with because if you are engaged with it and you believe in it then that's when people are going to invest in it as well like they want to see that you are you know passionate about what you're talking about really yeah definitely so how long have you been doing this now so I launched in 2020 during the lockdown okay um, I think it was around May April May June that sort of time um <laughs> And then I, you know, just it, it kind of 
took fold straight away. Um, it was kind of crazy how fast things kind of took off. Um, and then within the next year, I incorporated as a limited company, which was quite a, a standout moment. Um, but then due to some life events, I ended up taking, I think it was nearly close to two years, you know, taking two years out of the business just because life gave me some lemons and I wasn't ready to make lemonade, to be quite honest, especially yeah. when you service based, you have to give a lot of yourself. And I just knew I could not show up and serve women as well as I wanted to. Um, but that really gave me the time as well to just reassess who I was helping and what I wanted to do um, and really refine, you know, what my signature thing was. So I've been in the game quite a long time, um, but also out of it quite a long time as well. So, yeah, I'm finding my feet again, um, which has been great so far. Yeah. So I, I was going to ask you if you'd you'd faced any hurdles in that time. <laughs> um, but I guess you kind of touched upon a big hurdle that you faced yeah uh, is there anything else that you'd say or would that sort of be your you know your main hurdle that you had to take some time out I mean I think as well just gen generally when you were building something on the side you're aware that you can't give it your all like I guess a full-time entrepreneur or founder you were constantly you know having to juggle different things but at the same time when something like a life event comes along where you kind of just have to pause and you know that you have to take a step out that's the best thing about having it on the side is yeah. that you can then be like I mean I was still making money I was still working with clients that you know I'd signed before actually taking that break so I was working behind the scenes with an established customer base um but it also meant that I could kind of be like okay things are taking a halt right now and the whole world wasn't going to stop if you like because I was stepping away and that's yeah one of the positives I guess about having it as a side hustle yeah definitely what would you say has been your standout moment so far um I don't know if I've got a, a standout moment as such that comes to mind like when I reflect on things I kind of see things more in their CVs like all these little milestones that I've hit along the way that you kind of forget about but are always I guess quite a, a pretty big deal when you look back yeah. on them it's always um, important I think to celebrate even the smallest wins a hundred percent like they all have a ripple effects effect on the next don't they so I think you know when I first launched, I hit four figures within the first month of launching my um, services, which felt Amazing. scary. I guess at first, it's always that first time fear, isn't it? Of, oh my God, it's, it's actually happening. I'm going yeah. out there. Um, and then from there, I went to host webinars, lives, being at events, which was actually quite a big thing for me. And, you know, it might not sound big to some people, but I've always kind of been that shy girl and I wouldn't even ring the doctor's for myself when I was like growing up and in early 20s so that was a big thing to kind of just put myself out there in the first place especially in a service-based you know business yeah um and one of I mean one of the standout moments actually would be I'd launched a group coaching program um and then just the way that things overlapped I made about double my monthly paycheck in that one month just from one-to-one -one payment plans from the group coaching and that wow. really felt surreal because you see it so much online, don't you? Like, I've doubled my income and blah, blah, blah. And you just think, oh, that's never going to happen for me. So when it does, it's just kind of like, oh, actually, you know, these things are available to all of us. Um, but yeah, there's been some great moments along the way. Um, 
you know, just even being able to incorporate the company. It wasn't because I was six figures and, you know, smashing it to that level. But the way that it aligned actually felt alongside my birthday, which made it feel so special. And I remember just going for a meal with my mom, we were having some Prosecco. And I just remember feeling so elated and like elevated in myself and my business that I was able to take it to a new height. So yeah, I guess in a roundabout way, what I'm trying to say is it's just look out for everything that you kind of accomplish along the way, because in doing that, it just kind of makes you see things almost like a trailer, doesn't it? It's like, actually, Yeah. I'm further than I think. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. I was um I was talking to someone the other day about um they were thinking about sort of scrapping their old posts on their Instagram and starting afresh. And you know, I was saying there's pros and cons to it, but I quite look like looking back and then seeing how far I've come. Mm And -hmm. that's yeah sort of one, I think, positive to keeping the old stuff, even if it's not quite aligned with what you do now. Yeah, I just I think I think it's a great way to sort of look back and yeah, see everything you've achieved. yeah definitely I'm a big advocate of that as well I mean we've all had those days haven't we where we're like should we delete that or maybe something hasn't Yeah. had as many likes as we were expecting but All of that contributes to that bigger picture and what you're working towards. And without those posts or those cringy <laughs> moments when you look back and you're like, did I really write that? Or did I really record that? And that's me in that video. Like yeah. that is what has got you to this point. And I also think it's a great way to demonstrate to people or your clients, like, you know, I was there. I can get you from A to B and look at my story. And that's what makes it even more real, relatable and transparent for the people that you work with as well, or just... people that you're building relationships with in general in your network we're not always going to have it perfect and I think it's important to kind of showcase that as well like we still have that duty to kind of show it's not always smooth sailing and it's not always you know perfect Yeah, definitely. So with your, obviously you work full time, um, how do you plan your time? Do you have set hours that you put aside? I mean, I used to always strive for like this work-life business balance, I guess. Um, but since then, I've kind of switched it to just seeking out that work-life blend instead of a balance. Um, you know, I'm multi-passionate and I'm multifaceted. And we all are as women, we're all juggling multiple hats and doing Yeah. different things on a day-to-day -day basis. So what's really worked for me is just habit stacking. So... stacking new behaviors on a habits or activity that I'm already doing day to day that means it doesn't feel like a chore and it doesn't feel like you know I'm constantly grinding or constantly available
if you know it's something that's scary or something that isn't necessarily a priority but something that I know move me forward then it's a dare it I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to leverage that if it's just something that you know I'm just doing for the sake of it or because it's you know it's the easy option that's the easy yeah. task of the day that'll go on the dropper and if it's an idea then I'll defer it and I'll come back to it so I'm constantly mapping things out that way but yeah in terms of the only thing that's really constant is usually on a Sunday that's my content batching day so blocking out that time just to get that aspect of the business sorted because visibility that's one of the main strategies you need to grow a side so to grow your business grow your brand um and so doing that that's been an absolute savior really amazing so do you do do you do all of that on a Sunday do you do like the filming the writing the scheduling or do you just do aspects of it so what I'll do in the week when I'm I think in order to create you have to consume yourself like you can't create without consuming anything and I don't just mean posts it's like podcasts you know actually living life going on adventures and, and consuming different things so what I'll do in the week is if I've you know when inspiration strikes you've just got to go for it and lean into it yeah. while it's hot don't you you've got to just move with it so I'll have my notes app at hand I'll print screen things that are really give me inspiration that I think I could move into a post and so I create those swipe files throughout the week and then if it's really important I like favorite it or email myself and be like right do this for a post next week so Sunday is more compiling the key things that I've pulled out and just writing those posts out so and then I don't really schedule because sometimes when I wake up, I always review what it is that I'm about to send. And, you know, you make a few edits. I might be leaning towards a different post that day. So I have them all drafted out. But the scheduling is just on the day, which some people probably be like, oh, my God, you're not automating everything. And I know I should. But I like to go with what feels right for me um, and where yeah. I'm at as well in the week. Yeah, I was scheduling for a while and I haven't for ages. And it's not that I wouldn't schedule again. I would probably schedule some of the content, but I think I'm the same. It depends how mm. I'm feeling on that day. Yeah. And I might have a few ideas and a few things that I've uh, batched, like filmed or something. And then mm. it depends on the day, like, oh, actually, I want to talk about that today or I want to do that one today. So it yeah. is, it's just having it sort of ready. And then I'm like, oh, what do I want today? <laughs> Yeah. And it's about being receptive to what's working well as well. Like, you know, you'll post things and you might adopt similar frameworks and then you might look back at it and think, actually, that I'm not resonating with that today. So I don't really see how that's going to, say, activate my audience or my network. So it's about being in tune and, you know, being engaged with what's going on wider socially as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I completely get that. Sometimes the schedule and just isn't the fit for you really no no so on your average day what's a day in the life like for you oh well um I usually get up at about 6am and I'm not a natural early born riser like I actually have to pull myself out of bed I'm one of those who has like three different alarms to make Me sure too. that I get up <laughs> My boyfriend goes mad. He's like, oh, my God, can you not just have one alarm? I'm like, well, no, because I need to know that I've got about 10 more minutes there. I can like pull myself together. Um, so then, yeah, I'll get up at six, have a shower, put my dressing gown on, go down, make a coffee. And 
just look at what it is that I'm going to be posting on social. Like, what's my plan for the day? What is it that I really need to get out there? What's my diary looking like? Obviously, because I'm getting up earlier, I, I like to start my day a bit before the nine to five kicks in and, you know, I've got to commute some days. So that'll just be more mapping out my day, replying to any DMs that I've got, getting the post out um, on LinkedIn. That's my main platform at the moment. Engaging with a few posts within my network and then get ready. Say if it's a Monday or a Tuesday, I then get in the car for about eight o'clock and then I head to work. So obviously at work, it's full on. Um, yeah. On my lunch breaks, I'll check in with clients, just, you know, engage with anyone that might have commented on my post or um, has anyone made an inquiry? And then at about half five, I finish work, head home, and then it'll be anything from jumping on a call with a potential client or with a client. It might be that I'm diving into trainings around what it is that I'm trying to progress with. Um, usually shutting my laptop about nine half nine sometimes but not every day is the same um it depends what I'm working on sometimes I'll only do an hour when I get in depending on what my energy is like um but yeah it's all go 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 (laughs) but I love it so you know I think when it comes to a side hustle you have to still have that discipline and determination to make it work because you're doing it alongside your job. It's no way the easy way out. Like you're constantly, you know, doing something. So if you're doing something that you love, it's kind of like you're excited to open that laptop and just get going and have those conversations contribute to a a wider conversation. Um, So yeah, it's, it's pretty full on some days. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, Okay. So if money was no object, what is one thing that you'd outsource right now? Well, I'd definitely keep my accountant because I know this is, you know, this is a a self-limiting belief as well. But I just think when it comes to numbers and maths and everything else, that is just better staffed with an accountant for me. Um, But also I'd probably, you know, outsource more of the techie things, more of the automation and systems. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I can be a bit of a control freak. So I like to be in control and know that what's gone out is meant to go out and you know I'm sending the right things and so I think just being able to hand that over that would probably help streamline and just make my life so much easier yeah probably email marketing funnels actually that come to mind as well because I don't know what it is but sometimes I'm like I feel like that would be something good to outsource right now yeah I'm with you there (laughs) (laughs) so what are your future plans for this business um, my future plans are kind of I've I'm set on this year having my best business year yet. I mean, obviously, I guess anyone could say it's not gonna be hard because you've only essentially had one year in business, but that one no. year was really profitable and good. But getting back into it and having the best year in business, I feel like I've invested in myself and having that time out, I'm really I feel like I've got a better strategy and I'm more aware of what to implement now than I was before. I think I was too mm-hmm. in the business rather than working on it. So what I've got coming up is the Ultimate Side Hustle Sprint, which is a free three-day challenge for women who want to launch um, a side hustle alongside the 9 to 5. Amazing. And then from there, I'll be focusing on my group coaching program, which will be launching in March. Um. I'm really working more towards a one-to-many approach. Um, still keeping one-to-one work, but um, really focusing on that one-to-many to 
you know, I, the main thing is that I want to achieve is impact um, and really help more women, well, as many women as I can, and do that alongside getting involved with schools and helping them shape their career curriculum as well. So I've partnered with my local school, the one that I was actually a student with. Oh, wow. Um, and just helping them and opening the doors on the different routes that are actually available because, you know, sometimes entrepreneurship isn't presented as something that you can do or a side hustle isn't no. something that they kind of promote or say that you can, you know, fall into. So, yeah, they're going to be the main focuses for this year. And then who knows? Other things might come up, more collaborations. We'll have to see. That's amazing. That sounds like very exciting things coming. Yeah, I'm very excited, especially with working with a school. I think, you know, when you are building a side hustle, it is, like I said, about that impact and just knowing mm. that you're making a difference. So that's going to be a really pivotal experience, I think, for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the quick fire five? Uh, yeah, but I'm so indecisive, <laughs> so I'm probably going to change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. All right. Who is your biggest inspiration? I would say Cara Alwell. She wrote Girl Code. <gasps> she is amazing. Oh, okay. Um, on Instagram, our handle is the Champagne Diet. And she actually, she wrote Girl Code and that was the book. I know people always say this, like a book changed my life, but this book really did. Like when I was saying that I knew I wanted to to have something of my own, I just didn't know what it was. I came across her book and you know when something just speaks to you? Yeah. It just, I don't know what it was. It just, I had an epiphany. It changed my whole life. I looked into what she was doing. I was like, I want a bit of that. And if I can do a bit of that and be, because she's a coach as well, I was like, Okay, that that that's the kind of direction I'm going down. She's just amazing. amazing. I'll have to check her out. Yeah, she's so inspiring. So I'm not sure. Do I even bother asking this question? What your what your favorite business book is? Well, Girl Code <laughs> obviously takes the rank top of the rank. Um, yeah, but to go with another one, Make Money Online by Lisa Johnson is also. Yep incredible and the work that she does is amazing as well so I definitely recommend that one yeah me too do you have a favorite business podcast who um probably oh, style your mind by Cara Alwell I mean I know it's not specifically um business but just in terms of like mindset and just full embodiment I feel like that's just something that I always listen to okay yeah I haven't listened to it so I'll have to check it out yes, let me know what you think <laughs> I will do I've got so many on my list after speaking to people and yeah I add them all on <laughs> building up yeah all right what's your guilty pleasure um definitely reality tv I know like some people love it some people hate it I absolutely love it I love keeping up the Kardashians real housewives and I just think that's my form of escapism on a night I love seeing mm. the lifestyles and all the drama that's not my drama that's always nice yeah. as well watching yeah. from afar I just yeah I just love reality tv yeah I, I quite enjoy a bit of reality tv as well <laughs> what's your favorite go-to if you do watch reality tv oh you know what so, so I am I'm not really into sort of the Kardashians and mm. housewives and things like that. I have watched a couple of the house uh real housewives, 
Um, but I like, and I, I've mentioned it before, um, 90 Day Fiance. Um, okay. So it's, it's sort of like, wed, like wedding-y ones maybe or where they've been put together. Yeah. Or we're watching Love Island at the moment. Um, <gasps> we didn't watch the last series because we got a bit bored of it. It was a bit yeah. sort of samey. But mm-hmm. obviously this one is where they've brought old pe- old people back. And I was like, okay, I want to see I want to see this. Um, yeah, we're quite enjoying this series. Um, yeah. Yes. Again, some some things with a bit of drama. I'm quite open to a lot of things, to be honest. Yeah. I'm the same. I feel like anyone could put anything on and I will just get into it. Once I'm like fully immersed in it, I'm like, okay, now I'm hooked. It's, I'm just easily pleased, I think, when it comes to TV. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, do you have a favourite biscuit? A bourbon. I love bourbons. Although people say I say bourbon funny as well. Like apparently it's bourbon, but I say bourbon. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah. Favorite. I think I say bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah, it's just one of that's my little right. quirks. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Do you have a piece of advice that you'd give to somebody just starting out? I think I would just say that you have that niggle for a reason. So if it keeps nudging you, trust it and just take the leap like big things and great things come from unlikely settings so yeah just don't lose sight of why you're getting started and don't get sidetracked just have fun with it keep it simple and just go for it because you know it's only going to sit with you longer if you don't actually real life it um yeah that would be my bit of advice oh and and get that personal brand up and running because that really helps you, you know, just networking wise and getting your your name and your ideas and views of the world out there as well. That really is becoming, you know, an integral part of building a business now as well. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. All right. Let us know where we can find you. So typically at the moment, I hang out on LinkedIn. So I'll send you a link to that in case you want to include it in the show notes. Or you can connect with me on Instagram at Her Empowerment LTD. Um, so yeah, they're my main profiles at the moment. Amazing. Yeah, I'll add all of your details in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on today. It's been really lovely chatting to you. And you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I will see you in the next one. Thank you again so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please consider leaving a review and make sure you're following me so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you're interested in being a guest yourself, just reach out and we can have a chat. All the details of where you can find me are in the show notes of each episode. So let's connect and I can't wait to see you next time.